Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. All aboard for Dometic. Everything you need for adventures big or small. Mobile living made easy. Dometic. It's time for All Aboard. Everything you need for adventures big or small. Dometic Mobile Living Made Easy. Our special guest is none other than Al McGlashan, one of Australia's premier fishermen, the best fishing photographer. Hey, I don't know about that. I've got a GoPro. (laughs) In the country. Good morning, Al. Thanks for joining us on Real Adventures. Good morning, gentlemen. It should be a day that we should all be fishing today, I reckon. Uh, don't well, uh, Al probably will, will be. be. Soon. <laughs> uh, Al, Aaron, um, <laughs> Al on seven mate. Over the last few weeks, has been a fishing with mates two part special on Groot Island. You travelled up there last year. Uh, you you fished with our great mate Bomber Farrell. Talk to us about uh, the episodes making the show itself and the fishing up there because it is one of Australia's hidden gems. It is nothing short of a spectacular fishing location. Like, it's one of those spots that's so remote. You know, the western side of the Gulf up there where no one fishes and or no one gets to, I suppose, and it's just got amazing fishing. So Bomber and I chatted about it for ages. We're actually over in Western Australia with Rob talking about, uh, when, with North Bank, you know, talking about going, right, we're going up there at the end of the year, we're getting it done, we're organising, and then you've got to get the camera going because you're limited on everything to fly into a place like that. And, you know, it's like with camera crews, you've got gear and extra people and all these things. And then we decide to make it really hard and we go and take the boat, <laughs> take his 650 North Bank and go out to a really remote reefs and things like that. And, you know, just, just to complicate it even further. And But when we, like the logistics were terrible. So the logistics were just so tough. But when we actually did it at the end, it was nothing short of insane. There's not a place, like, from, from our experience up there, there's not a place that's harder on camera equipment and everything that's needed to produce a fishing show than Groot Island because it's so bloody hot. The salt in a matter of minutes is crusted on. It's baked onto all the camera equipment that you'll need, obviously, to produce your shows. That in itself is a challenge, and then you've actually got to catch fish. Oh, absolutely. It is unbelievable what you have to do. Like, you know, the salt and everything is hard for it, and everything's against you. So everything's against you. Sorry, just looking out at the weather then for a second going, oh, you know, it's all right to go fishing. Um, <laughs> the weather and everything's against you the whole time. And, you know, we were there. And it's, because when we did the Long Range and we went out to Jurassic Reef, which is the most aptly named reef on earth, is that it's so remote and everything. You've got to wait for the weather. And we went out and it was rough as getting out. They were like, oh, what are we going to do? So we camped up on the island. I'm thinking, oh, geez, this, this weather's no good tomorrow. You can't run that far. And we get up the next morning and it's dead flat. You know, you're just lucky and everything's perfect and get out there, there's mackerel everywhere and 
she had a few camera problems, as you say, with the salt and everything, because just getting across the salt spraying on everything, we're like, oh, this is this is no good. And so we're fixing cameras. I've even got good to become a camera technician over time, I have to say. <laughs> I fixed that many parts. Pat Cannon hate me for it. So I go, oh, yeah, I pulled the camera apart and I fixed this. And they're like, so what are all the spares for? I said, oh, they're the bits that don't fit back in. You know, like, <laughs> like oh. It's like an, I, like an Ikea uh, <laughs> putting, a, putting something together. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, Al, it's all, always, good. Always it's all good talking about uh, the destination and how, how, how amazing this place is, but let's take us through what you actually caught on camera through the species of fish. What, what can we see on Fishing With Mates? Oh, well, there's all the Trevally, man. It's famous for all the Trevally up there. It's just got a bloody noisy truck going past there. It's absolutely unbelievable. Like, it's... It's, it's, it's a funny thing if you couldn't even name all the species because there are so many. Yep. So we caught Trevally when we got there. We caught Cobia, um, a few sharks inadvertently, of course. They seem to be there whether you like them or not. Yep. You know, um, then we went down and then we got out to Jurassic and the mackerel were out of the cells. Like we were fishing, we took all the hooks off and just used poppers so we could get aerial shots of mackerel. <laughs> like that's a hard shot to do. The cameraman got two of them coming out of the water at once. Oh, like geez. it was just... It's just insane. It's like fishing used to be, you know, before no one fished there. It's like untouched. So, yeah, it was literally out of this world. And then we went down to the sail fishing and timed it for the best. I mean, one thing Bomber's great is he's a bloody good fisherman. said, this is the best week. These are the best tides. This is what you need. So we got them and had the best fishing they'd had all year. And the really amazing thing for us was the amount of tagged fish. Yep. So we caught... I think it was four tagged fish in a week. In so, one day, in two, it must be more than that, it must be five tagged fish. So two days in a row, we caught two tagged fish. Like I've never heard of, I've had a few recaptures over the year, over the years, but never have we had so many fish recaptured. Everyone, because he does it with the Billfish Foundation, he keeps all the stats himself, so you don't have to go back to the East Coast Wales Fishery, wait for an answer. He's got all the stats. So we go home, look at it, go... Oh, that one was caught three three years ago. That one's seven years ago. But what I found fascinating is that they're not recaptured anywhere else. That, that, they're only captured down there at the same spot. So they're not caught on the other side. So not so fishes the other side of the Gulf out of Weeper, and he he catches heaps of tails and yet and tags them, and yet the two have never had a recapture from the other area. Mm. Like it's it's like it's bizarre. It's like there's only one tiny little pocket of fish there. So. Yeah, it's fascinating, and the way we fish for the sails there is absolute. That's the best fun because it's all bait balling, which obviously is my favourite thing. Yeah, the switch baiting. Sit there, watch the birds. Yep, and you race in, and you just race in, and just as soon as the fish is going off, you drop a just a bait literally on the bait ball and hook up. Like it, it is the most exciting fun you've ever had. And of course, I had to jump in. Like I'm just going, stuff this. This is crap. I'm jumping in with them, so I'm swimming around with sailfish and. Oh, it was bloody awesome. And then we got the drone footage. is unreal because we put the drone up and you have the drone flying around. And in the middle of it, you have the, you know, sails and then the dolphins in there and birds flying over the top and, oh, and then meat swimming around underneath, you know. So, yeah, like it's, it's one of those places that's so untouched. It's hard to get to, which is great because it makes it more, you know, more sort of, like, I suppose it protects it a bit. But it, it's just nothing short of spectacular. Like, if you want to make a TV show for fishing, it is so easy. It's almost like, what are we going to do with all these fish? We've got too many fish. <laughs> so, 
So, yeah, definitely worthwhile. When you jump in with the fish, and we've seen, like, my favourite image um, is one, I reckon you took it at least 10 years ago, of the Mako shark attacking a, a billfish, and you've, you've shot it from, from underneath the hull. Do you ever think about what else is swimming down there? Because whilst there's incredible fish up at Groot, there's also some bloody big tiger sharks and a fair few bronze whalers. Does that ever... Does that ever hit home at different stages? You just or... got to bite. You just got to bite them first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to chase them down. Yeah. Well, no, I've always tried to. You know the funny part? I've always tried to jump in with tigers, and I've tried over in Western Australia with the big ones. They hate me. They won't come near me. Every time I jump in, we had a big one about four meters long up in the shallows. Went, oh, that's the one. Raced over to get in front of him, jumped in. He just turned around, turned the opposite direction. Like, I just can't get... I want to get some underwater of a tiger. For those that are at home, I'm please enter water one. at own risk. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not advisable for most others. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really... I, you do think about... There's times there where I remember one time on the New South Wales south coast that they had a massive bait ball, and it was mainly sharks with a lot of seals and dolphins, and we raced over to it, and I've grabbed the camera and thought, oh, I haven't got the gear, so I thought, I'll just put the camera straight through aside the door, pulled the door out, Dropped it in, they're just exploding around the boat, and they're smacking the side of the boat. And this shark comes up and goes bang and rips the side off the camera. Mm. And I pulled the camera out, went, Ooh, I don't think I'll get in that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, we actually moved the boat because they were hitting the boat so hard. Like I was actually getting a bit worried about it, going, Bloody hell, this is not good, you know? They're really flogging us here. So there are times you don't do it, but yeah, as, as a general rule, when you're in there, the other thing too is, when you're in the water, you're actively looking around you because you're looking for the shots all the time. So you're not sort of like swimming where they're unaware. And particularly with sharks, if you've seen them, they're much less likely to have a – they're, like, they're not that keen on you at all. When, they, when they're in the shadows and they don't, don't know they're there, that surprise attack, that's what they want. So, yeah, and I suppose that's why you hear swimmers and surfers getting bumped and nipped a lot whilst – divers and spear fishermen don't except when they've got fish on their line that they're you know that obviously changes things a bit because you're offering a free feed and teasing them with it and they're like i'm going to take that off you so there is a bit of that as well obviously but but yeah overall i've just never just never had it which i'm sure there'll be one day you'll be talking about going we told that idiot told him to look at it so it's only a matter of time till he gets eaten though so yeah the fish tags is a nice segue into your next sort of couple of weeks to a month. Al, you've got a bit on, whether it be Mako sharks or, or tagging swordfish. Talk us through, you've obviously got to find the fish or find the sharks. Talk us through the, um, you know, what's required in order to tag these species of fish um, and, well, and arguably the most coveted in, in swordfish. Yeah, it's, it's a tough gig, especially, and we're trying to film as well. So the big thing for us is we're trying to promote the tagging, and I'm really pushing hard that we need to put more money into satellite tagging in this country. We've got to stop talking about it and start doing it. And it's obviously a big expense, but we're promoting that as much as we can through the show. So we're taking Brent Shannon, who does Aussie Gold Diggers. We're all out fishing and going to catch him and make and tag it. So New South Wales Fisheries have got us a tag quickly to do it. So we're going to go out and do the south coast of New South Wales and Burley up and, yeah, pretty much for the sharks. We just... They try and find the better water where there's tuna as well, hopefully, which is going to be a bit of torture too. So we're going to be sitting there chasing sharks, and if there's tuna blowing up around us, we're going to be in trouble. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'll try and focus on the job at hand. 
And yeah, and you barely, we never put any lines in the water. We leave them out and just watch and see what comes up. So, and the big thing there, and this is one trick for guys that are doing it, is that you don't, they go and buy cheap burley and all that sort of stuff. We always use a leftover frame. Yeah. So from tuna we've caught, and people go and throw it all out. And particularly down in Victoria, all the guys catch the awesome bluefin, they fill at them, then throw the frames over. If you're ever going shark fishing or ever going bottom fishing, they are the best burley on earth. Like those things are absolutely dynamite. And a classic example happened last year. They had the um, shark tournament off Sydney. We won't fish yet, but we had a couple of big sort of 60, 70 kilo yellowfin frames there. We went out to have a fish, put it over the side. Within two minutes, the shark found the boat. And all the other guys are struggling for fish because they've got cheap burley, you know, that's got mixed in with all other things. And we had just tuna frames. We didn't even burley. We just chucked the tuna frame over the side and let it sit there turn around as a mako swim around the boat so yeah you're right burley is essential for that not if sure my wife's gonna get i'm not sure i'm gonna get that past my wife al yeah, yeah. that's that, that 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 is a divorce one so just to be clear with it you either need the biggest freezer on earth or you need to be prepared to be single i am now single of these days well i've, I've got a partner but i'm not married anymore <laughs> too many too many tuna frames going, yeah yeah I've been upgrading two to frame. Brent's review for Club Marine. Insure your boat with Club Marine, Australia's leading provider of boat insurance. Call and ask for a PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. Hey, uh, Al, uh, Red loves a review, and you've got your new 650 North Bank uh, that you're rolling around in. Um, relatively new can you give us a bit of an owl's review on the boat so far you've obviously matched it with a beautiful Merc 250 um, how's the boat performed and um, have you have you had it in any sort of conditions where you thought maybe this is pushing the envelope or have you been really pleased with it uh, absolutely insane so far so there's a couple of things Rob and I had spoken about it for ages and doing it and I've been with Evo in the in previous years. Now, Evo make a good boat that's a really good fishing platform, but because it's wider, it's harder to... So it, it just rides harder into the sea, which is just a natural thing. It's a compensation with boats. You get one thing, you lose the other. Yeah, you can't so have everything. The problem that, yeah, you can't have... And plus, if you want everything, it's got to be 100 foot long. Like, simple as that. And we're dealing six and a half metres. So I wanted a bit more length on that. So Rob 650 is perfect. But the big thing for me is I wanted a fully enclosed cabin. I am sick to death of getting wet and smashed and clears that don't work. It's driven me mad over the years. So he said, no, no, wait you getting this. So we went and fished together in X-Mouth on the 750. And, of course, using um, Bomber's one as well, I went, this is an awesome riding boat. It sits really well doing it. And particularly with Rob, an important thing for me above all else is that he's really passionate, which is something that lacks. In the Australian boat building, they just make it and move on to the next one. He just loves doing it and wants to make a great boat. So we, we set about doing it. We went crazy and put 65 grand's worth of electronics in it, <laughs> like way over the top. It's got a, it's got a um, radar on it that looks like it will take off over the top of a wave. I thought it was a helicopter like, when I first saw it, Al. <laughs> I was scared. I was actually scared. We went over a big swell and went, Ooh, we might take off on this. So, but we put it straight in. You know, he's saying that we put it in the heavy sea. The second day we fished it, it was 25 to, uh, peaked at about 30 knots. We wanted to see how it went. And it was absolutely 
awesome. Like it's just been, I've been so impressed with the boat, the way it's run, everything about it so far. Is unreal. Like, I mean, we spent a lot of money making it the best setup ever with the Merc on the back and all the electronics under the sun. But it's just been an absolute pleasure. You sit there, it rides like a bigger boat. That's probably the biggest compliment I can give them. When it's, you know, in the sea, you get those thinner holes that click. Yep. It just rolls gently and fits perfectly. So it's been unreal for us so far. If you want more info on Al's 650 hardtop from North Bank, you can head to his social pages or the almaglashen.com website. Al, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on Real Adventures this morning. We really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you again, and we look forward to fishing with mates. It's on 7, mate, at the moment. Beautiful. Thanks, Al. That was brilliant. No worries, guys. Anytime. Thanks, Al. Speak soon, mate. Cheers. All right, guys. See ya. Bye. Ciao. That was Red's Review. Insure your boat with Club Marine, Australia's leading provider of boat insurance. Call and ask for a PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.